0: Welcome to the afterthought section of well, that fucked me up with Luke and Kyle. (laughs) We did it, Kyle. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Goodness gracious me. Should we just dive straight into, to Rhiannon's story? Um, (laughs) Woo.
1: I was so obviously I wasn't on that one, but uh, I was listening to it when I was jogging. I had to stop, bro. Like I was like,
0: Wow. It's an absolute jaw dropper. And it's and it's real. It's that happened. Um yeah. there's some there's some amazing news pieces about that on the interweb. Um talk about your life as you know it being completely turned upside down in the blink of an eye.
1: I mean, because I I was trying to put myself in her, her thoughts. Or yeah, her, her her mind, like you're you're doing some mundane thing, and then bam, you're in this situation, and you're right. She's like
0: Jason Bourne. She's like, all right, turn the left, turn the right. That was incredible. That she had the wherewithal to be like, knowing that she could. She heard that she was moving out of town. She heard that she was yeah. going to a more open space. It's just the wherewithal to yeah to no just i but at the same time she said she froze and everything changed in the in just in that second she was like she realized that she was in a car she'd been blindfolded she didn't know where she was going and she just you can you imagine what would go through your mind this guy was hunting he was hunting like a person would hunt like a
1: deer or something you know
0: Yeah, it, um, and, and, you know, she mentioned the trial and that he was a, he'd done this before a lot. And it, not to go there, but I, I, I'm about to. It's, 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 it seems to me to be a similar thing as a serial killer. He was a repeat offender and he was systematically going from one person to the next doing, he knew what he was doing and he was ruining, ruining these these people's lives. Yeah. Well and then the bravery it took
1: to be unclothed, blindfolded, I assume handcuffed. Yeah. To open the door and just
0: be like, I'm jumping out. It's like jumping out of an airplane. It's like, well, let's just who knows, might just get run over. Yeah. Well, what's amazing, Kyle, is she's telling her story now and she hasn't been telling her story up until now because it's it's been... It, I, get, I guess it's been that hard or it hasn't felt like the right time or she didn't have the strength. So it's been 20 years. And just her taking us through the evolution of her trauma and the evolution of her recovery was extraordinary. And she, she, you can hear what seems to me to be the the ingrained fear that that was was instilled in her, in her voice when she was telling that story, specifically when she was talking us through that, the events of that day, she was trembling.
1: You know, I I know we've talked about this before, but like the fallout of, you know, these traumatic events where it's, it's isolating for the victim Mm. and, you know, her parents are away Mm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to speak ill of anybody, but if I think that people, granted, maybe don't know how to like respond to that sort of be like, I feel like most people would be like, "What do you
0: need from me?" Like, if you just need to sit on the couch and be quiet, you yeah. need to like, you know. Well, she also so said that, was, that that she went through herself a a, a a place of self isolation where you're yeah. you're in shock, you're in complete and utter shock, and you're you're going through the motions of of p t s d right off the bat, and that comes in waves, and that might not hit you for a, a week or two weeks or a year or ten years. That is a process, yeah. and I think anyone who's listening to this who's been through that sort of ordeal even even close to that will understand what damage that kind of traumatic stress does to a human being it it resets you completely resets your life i'd imagine yeah and you have to rebuild and the confidence that you you la- that you lose and the fear that you gain just from that instant uh, you you're never going to be the same again you can't erase that you just can't erase it But you're right, Kyle, it's like the people around you, they don't know often. We've heard this before on previous episodes. They don't know and they can't be expected to know. But she said now she's found a support group that is there for her and that's what she needs, people to be there for her. But only now is she now she realizes that talking about it is the right thing to do, whereas before she thought that burying it was the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, and I feel like when we talk about it, you know, I'm I'm big into the woo-woo stuff. So like you know, I like shadow work, right? So I, I acknowledge my darker side of things, my trauma, my. And if we talk about it, we bring it forward. Mm. It kind of takes our power back.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that with your story. You said that it. it you started winning that fight in your mind. You You yeah. became all powerful, and your and your attacker became the the useless victim. You know, and he was he yeah. was the piece of shit.
1: I think it's important to note that I've been working on timing and situations and when I talk about heavy stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting too. Cause um, <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people can handle it in certain at, at any given point. So you, yeah, I suppose you yeah. do need to choose your moments, but we'll be putting some information, some helpline information and some more information on Rhiannon and where to find her um if you want to hit yeah. her up on instagram and say hi and we just commend the courage and the bravery um because that really was a a a, a, a well that fucked me up situation that just one minute you know we talked about this at the beginning when we started this podcast one minute your life looks like this and the next minute it looks like this it was fu- it's not funny i but knew you were gonna it's say it's funny but- you're gonna you're gonna bring a funny anecdote into, into the into the no, story was, of Rhiannon's ordeal.
1: <laughs> I was literally gonna be like, you know, we're we're able to make jokes, but I don't really feel like joking right now after hearing the story. It's kind of like, yeah,
0: I don't know, Luke, what's your favorite Rocky movie? That's a good one. Probably, probably. Oh, uh, what was the one with Dolph Lundgren in it? four yeah that's a, that's a winner wait yeah four. yeah mm-hmm. yeah wait why are we talking about this i don't know to bring some levity to some really uh i thought we were talking about it in it, in reference to like a comeback story the chips are down yeah. and everything's against Ooh. you and you feel like there's no hope there is there is hope that's good you see what i did there i'm leaving this in i'm leaving it in yeah it's happening <laughs> rocky is <laughs> rocky Four <Forest> is <laughs> you know i i
1: I just want to say like, you know, when we get more stories like this and um, the further along I get this, I feel like, cause I feel like we've talked about this. We learn about ourselves through other people's experiences and it's kind of a beautiful thing.
0: Oh, that's lovely Kyle. And it is. And again, um, we thank Rhiannon for the bravery. We thank you guys for yeah. listening for all your support. For all of our lovely followers and all the notes and messages, and we're really stoked that we can have these conversations. And we've opened up these forums for people to to speak and and help one another and support each other.
1: Oh
0: yeah! Oh, thanks, Kyle. I love you, man. Love you, brother.